The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I love gold! Welcome everybody to the latest episode of Pillow Talk. I am your boy Franklin Draper. That's right. I've patterned myself after the life lessons of Don Draper. I'm going to be a Don Draper kind of guy, the kind of guy that women want to sleep with and guys want to also sleep with too because that's cool and it's 2019 and if guys want to wrestle around you can wrestle around because who cares and speaking of wrestling around my wrestling partner my uncle the coolest guy of my whole world uncle howard How well are you? it's wonderful to hear you finally give me the respect that i deserve but we've been going to couples therapy a lot lately and i think we've made some serious breakthroughs and we're closer than we've ever been and in a lot of ways we're closer than most married couples that's true we haven't gotten as many numbers of as i would have liked in couples therapy which was the initial game plan but yeah, we're still really. doing all right we haven't gotten we'll get i got two numbers the other day and i'm hoping to get the rest of that area code and the other numbers but hopefully i got two numbers the other day 69 (laughs) that is very cool and those are my favorite numbers uncle howard we record this bed this bed we record record this this bed from our king-sized podcast I've had a couple. I've had a couple of scotch drinks in we my new gonna, Don Draper lifestyle. You gotta have a three martini lunch. He does scotch only, and it's killing me. It's Don Draper must wear a diaper at all times, or unless he's gonna embarrass himself by publicly defecating. Because my stomach is too weak, I can barely handle the scotch lifestyle, and wearing khakis all the time. I just got to buy a good fedora like Don Draper. It's it's too much, Howard. I can't continue this way. I'm so weak. You I'm so can't weak. give up. It's always darkest before the dawn. Is that the Batman or the yeah. joke man? I don't know who. It was Alfred, maybe. <laughs> Alfred. Batman, my good lord. It's Some... always darkest before it's dawn. <laughs> Alfred, <laughs> Alfred's garbage. Hey, everybody. Have we told them what they're listening to? I don't remember. I guess so. Hello, Talk with Franklin Uncle Howard. Hey, everybody. We now have a Twitter page just for the podcast. It's Pillow Talk PCAST. Follow us there now, please. Thank you. Yes, and follow us on our individual podcast, uh, uh, individual Twitter. That Scotch is getting to this. me, Uncle Howard. The Scotch, this is embarrassing. From now but on, I am we're going to call TV. this a Don Draper, a performance yeah. like this. Yeah, Don Draper would never do this. But follow us on our individual Twitters. I am Bug TV Franklin, and you are Miata Guy for you. Please get us on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Like us, subscribe to us, and tell all your friends. And also, I want to introduce a uh, a little bit of a contest that I didn't tell you about. I have a Mac Tonight jacket that's about a size medium, maybe a little bit large, uh, if you're if you're petite enough. And if, for whoever writes the best review, I might just send that jacket for free. How about that, Howard? Holy shit. That's right. Now, you so know that that's a commitment you're going to have to honor even after <laughs> yeah. all those Don Drapers have worn off. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been thinking about it and because Mac tonight uh, has white supremacy ties, unfortunately. I can never wear that jacket without what? fear. The yeah. Fu- what the fuck? Mac tonight has white supremacy vibes with, like, the no. moon man. I am not letting them take Mac tonight. This is where I draw the fucking line. <laughs> Everybody meet me in the Hollywood, Florida, Chili's parking lot on Wednesday night. We are taking it to the fucking alt-right, and we are taking Mac tonight back. Ladies and gentlemen, hashtag take Mac tonight back. That will be the theme tonight. That will be our introduction all photo. How about that, Howard? I had a friend named Timson who was very afraid of Mac tonight. 
Well, he was a little boy. He was very scared, and you know, you couldn't, you couldn't. I mean, I don't want to be ableist, but he he could. He was in a wheelchair, and he could he, not he defend show. himself. No, I mean, so he thought Mac tonight was gonna hurt him or something. Yeah, he it's was a moon, he was the Moon Man, but that he was, was the when moon it was man. fun to call him that. And and and, and it was it was very now imposing. Now it sucks to ass. You know, when you look at Mac tonight and you look at his proportions uh, in the McDonald's commercials, he looks the size of almost the size of planet Earth, or he looks like he could walk the Earth, and it's a very short walk. For yeah, him. He, he could he's just, a giant of a man. He is a he's, he's a mammoth of a man. Could Thanos defeat Mac tonight? Dad, we gotta ask our viewers that question. Could Than? What if Mac tonight grabbed that Infinity Gauntlet and went? Not so fast, my friend. And then, Au contraire, mon frere. And then Thanos takes off the glasses and he sees, oh, wait a second, you've been blind this whole time because you're a Ray Charles caricature type thing. Oh, my goodness. And then he says, but I see things you can't. And he rips the gauntlet off and just fucks Thanos up. That'd be something, huh? Yeah, Is that the end game spoil are these end game spoilers? That's, yeah, that's the Avengers Endgame by the Russo brothers. <laughs> the Russo brothers. Who A couple are these of guys? good Italian boys. So anyway, uh, in conclusion, write us a, a nice review and Franklin will send you his Nazi jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we record this podcast live from our king size bed, as we always do. We record from our king size bed. And we drive a Miata that my Uncle Howard lends me on the weekends, hopefully on the weekdays soon enough. Never. That's a second petition. That's a second petition that I need to get going. Yeah, you, you know. send yourself a Mac Tonight jacket over that one, pal. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You're being a dick tonight. <laughs> You're being it's because I've gone Hollywood. You've gone I've got to step on you little people to get to the top. What did you get? Did you get like a, a retweet or a, or a like from Antonio Sabato Jr. or something? I got to be invited to be the new second and third in command at Roland Emmerich's parties now that Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer are in hot water. <laughs> that's, that's, that is the legit honor. That's a legit honor right there. Roland Emmerich directed White House Down. What have you ever done? You know, when people like like to go after like uh, a Ryan Johnson or a Roland Emmerich, like, hey, this guy directed White House Down. Yeah. You can't say that's not on your resume. I, I checked your LinkedIn. It's not on there. Um, like, come on. I think he's basically untouchable. Thank you. Is is Roland Emmerich a pervert that we don't know about? I I remember reading an article long in the day that said Roland Emmerich was number three with Brian Singer at Kevin Spacey at all these parties. Oh, no, that's not a good thing. And that was a very long time ago, and then all of a sudden these guys got exposed and everyone was like, Kevin Spacey? And it was like, yeah, that was years ago, pal. Everyone knew he's a creep. You're the, you're the assholes. You are the hassles for not knowing Kevin Spacey's a grief, and I agree with that. You know, I I, I was trying to get my uh, your brother, my pappy. It's like, hey, you want to watch Baby Driver? You know, like w me, him, my sister are trying to watch a film, and he was just like, I don't want to watch them with that creep. I'm like, it was like, I was trying but to find something. Don Draper is in Baby Driver. That's right, Don Draper, who I've based my life around, <laughs> and it's difficult, folks. I've messaged some of these, I don't want to call them cam girls, I don't want to be like objectifying, but I've messaged uh, at Trashed Vixen, I should probably mention that, like just uh, hot, hot, hotties all around and they can't accept that my Don Draper lifestyle is just, I guess maybe it's too imposing for them in this, in this modern world. Is that it? it? You know what? It's because uh, they've forgotten what a gentleman is like. That's true. Wait, you know, boys have swag and gentlemen have class. And gentlemen have to wear diapers because they drink scotch all day and it upsets their their tummies. It's too <laughs> hard on the stomach. <laughs> it's too Look, Don Draper, that man wore a diaper. I'm wore, I have to wear one after two days of abusing scotch drink and having drug cigarettes. You know, I go to the shop, I go, one drug cigarette, please. And, uh, and they say, right away, sir. Right away. Hey, shopkeep. One drug cigarette, Excuse please. Excuse me, bud tender. May I have but a single drug cigarette? And I say, one beer, please. Please. One beer, barkeep. Post haste. 
And they say, no, you have to tell us the brand of the beer and you have to buy a pack of cigarettes because this is 2019. And I'd say, okay, sure enough, but I'm still wearing my fedora. I'm still wearing my Armani. Armani. With a Y, because I cannot afford the other yeah. one. Are many. Are many suits, because <laughs> I got many of them. I got so many. I got too many are many suits, and I rock them, and I hope women start to notice me, and I hope uh, Trash Vixen on uh, Twitter just gives me a chance to say, hey, this is the kind of guy who could take me to the Chili's in Hollywood and buy me a two-for-20 that comes with a dessert, by the way. That comes with a dessert. So you know, uh, don't don't accuse me of being cheap. You know how you could impress Trash Vixen at the Chili's is if you always call the waiter Mac and you say stuff like, Hey, Mac, make with a pack of smokes and make it snappy, yeah? <laughs> and then I could also be modern and say, uh, when I go to Chili's, uh, who's the uh, in-house mixologist tonight to show, like, hey, oh. I care about the drinks here. Who's the in-house mixologist? And the then you could chilies? say, are your drinks locally sourced? <laughs> <laughs> is your Presidente Margarita locally sourced? It is that your Presidente Margarita better not be Presidente Trump. No. <laughs> oh. Better not be Presidente Trump. That guy's a real stinker. Ooh. That guy's a Dick real stinker. Hey, that guy's a real time he's in that oval office hey, hey franklin um i i don't want to get off off track of us no. being off track but we've ev- been off track for a while every single night before we go to bed we watch a movie we love cinema don draper uh watches those black and white movies which i cannot do i no. love the color I need to see color because unlike a lot of white liberals i do see color <laughs> it's impossible not to because we have working eyes and you know if you what it if is. you don't see color you're a lot like the t-rex who can't see movement that's oh that's right and that's a great you know you know nobody gives us credit for the advice we give on this show uh if you are near t-rex do not move the doughboys will be like hey just get a burger man hey munch on a burger we tell you don't move like it's serious yeah it's, that, that's it's a, not a game a t-rex it's, is not yeah. a game so speaking of t-rex jurassic park was known for those cool cars and my movie involves cool cars it's called the italian job yes with mark Wahlberg, oh. seth green most death jason statham and Edward Norton, little the Eddie Norton. Edward Norton. All right, and Charlize Theron. Hey, don't go jacking it in that theater, my friend. And you know who else is in there? Uh, Pete from Thirty Rock. From so, Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> close enough. But which so my, one? So it's uh, the bald one, and he's from Thirty Rock, and he's rehearsing a line in his car throughout a scene, and he misses a red light. But no. So my movie is The Italian Job, which I hope I haven't picked before, but I feel when I saw Slash went to that premiere, I uploaded the photos on my Twitter page. I thought, okay, Slash went to The Italian Job premiere as strictly a fan because he wants to see those Mini Coopers move around in action, and he wanted to see them in play. So I thought, this is a smart movie. It's a remake. It's a movie both Don Draper may have seen and me, Franklin Draper, will now appreciate through a different lens. so And I could also appreciate Charlize Theron, who Franklin Draper would have a chance with because I drink so much scotch. So, Howard, what's your film? I uh, I feel like maybe I've picked this movie before now that I think about it, but it's okay because I've I can tell you about it. I'll remember. I learned a new point of fact about this movie, so I've got new things to add to it. Shoot, what is it? This is a smart film, and as you know, I have been a little obsessed with spies lately. I've, they've That's been true. In, they've been in the news, they've been in my mind, and they've been in the bed. So mm-hmm. I picked a movie called Night and Day. Starring. I picked Night and Day with Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise. You picked it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think you picked it before. Because well, then I picked I, Vanilla Sky. Oh, that's right. I this, picked Vanilla yes. Sky after you picked Night and Day, dude. Pick another movie, however. You got to look through here. Oh, my I've goodness. Then I picked 1999's Who's Telling the Truth. Okay. Magnum Opus. Go. Starring the great Sarah Pauly. Okay, now this is one I haven't seen, so give me the scoop on this. Well, this is a movie that's told from different perspectives, all of the same event. So who's telling the truth, and who's lying? 
That reminds me of the... It's uh, very smart. It's like a criminal case against me, where you get a (laughs) lot of different points of view. It reminds me of the uh, Larry Fishburne movie. Yeah. Uh, it was thing's point of view. There was a bombing. I forgot what country it was. And there's like six different stories, and they finally emerge at the end, and you find out what's really going on. But there was a bombing of sorts. It was it was way too smart. It was a brainiac film. You know, somebody's real? gonna yeah, somebody's yeah. gonna correct me on Twitter and tell me what it is. You know, I can't stand that too. A bunch of egghead fans of ours. You know, real bird brains. But... Hey, hey, eggheads! Why don't you uh, save your movie buff nonsense and? Ram it straight up your dick holes. You know who else was in Go? Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Yes, sir. What their IMDb IMDb page consist of? Oh, let's see what Jay Moore has been up to these days. He was in Go, and he was in Jerry Maguire and Small Soldiers and Big (laughs) Forward. Small Soldiers (laughs) had a. uh, He was in Picture Perfect. Yeah, that's oh, Jennifer true. Aniston. Yeah, okay, I could I could get behind it. Uh, Small Soldiers didn't have an Ahmed Johnson cameo from a, a TV perspective of uh, of a kid watching wrestling. Yeah, I believe that is correct. It was like Ahmed an, uh, Johnson. It was, it was an one Ahmed of the Johnson best Bund mans in the biz. Now I want um, Ahmed Johnson to be our preview photo. Who did I say it was going to be originally? Now. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember? It doesn't Come matter. on, Don Howard. Draper, probably. It was not going to be Don Draper. Don Your Draper. father is My Don father Draper. Uh, what's it? Play, Don- Pay it forward has Haley Joel Osment, Kevin Spacey, John Bon Jovi. The great what's, JBJ. Yo, what is Pay It Forward? It was uh, a movie made to follow up on Kevin Spacey and Haley Joel Osment's relative success after both American Beauty and uh, The Sixth Sense and AI when he was adorable. Yeah, so I was going to say, he's still cute here in his 2000, and now he looks like Mike Mitchell. So yeah. it's like he's really yeah. like, he's, We don't he's know really, that they aren't the same person, do we? We don't know, but he was on the Doe Boys show, so there, he is part of the canon there. Well, seeing movie magic now, you'd think anything is anything. I mean, I believed that a giant blue man could kill Spider-Man, but now we know that's not true. No, and we learned that man was Jamie Foxx, so we now know for sure. Jamie Foxx killed Spider-Man. No, 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 no. He killed Andrew Garfield, or tried to at least, and now Andrew there's a new one. Dice Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Dice. Now there's a new one. Thomas Spaulding, I think is his yeah, name. He's a little boy. He's a little boy. He's a little. He's a little boy. This Thomas Spaulding. What's his real name? It's like um, Thomas something. Thomas. Middle Who cares? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about the new Spider-Man? Nobody He's cares. dead. Thanos killed him, and we'll never see him again. Because Mac Tonight didn't save him. Yeah, Mac, Mac Tonight. Tonight did not save. I guess him. Mac Tonight is a Nazi after all. If God. he didn't save Spider-Man, you're making you're making it really fucking difficult for me to give away this jacket. Out. No, you t- you whoever gets this jacket gets the privilege of taking Mac Tonight back. <laughs> Back to, yeah, you get to lead the crusade. You get to I be the vanguard. I don't get to do that, but you get to do that, and that would be great. So write us a good review, and then once I see your review, you let me know who it was, and maybe I'll send it. Maybe I won't. Congratulations, Whatever. shit parole. You get an old white jacket. <laughs> Some of them may have already written a review, and for that I say uh, write another one and make a new iTunes account. Cause, yeah. I mean, we're not in the business of handouts, and you can't just tell us you wrote an old review. Make like a Doug Jones voter and just do it a bunch of times. Or make like politics. Make like Doug Funny and get another green sweater vest. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, we got questions. We got to let's knock Uh, these out. Let's knock these out. Let's just get them out of the way real quick. No, no, no. no, Lightning round. It's not a lightning round necessarily. So the first one we have here, you didn't put all of them, but okay. No, right, we couldn't. Somebody. We couldn't answer all of them. It was such a tremendous <laughs> response. Somebody, you forgot to include the one where. Oh no, you included it. So this guy, Dicky Killjoy, great guy, smart man. Mm. He asked, "Scotch or Mike's Hard Lemonade?" God wow. Damn it. I wish I had a Mike's. That's hard like asking a, a parent to choose between their two favorite children. It's no, I choose Mike's Hard Lemonade because Scotch is really just destroying me, and this is just this is a drink for people who are assholes. Like only an asshole would enjoy this drink. This feels terrible, Howard. It's destroying me. It's the cigar of liquor, where it's <laughs> terrible, but some people seem to like it. 
assholes but, seem to like it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I'm going to get a cigar for my birthday. I'm determined to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm going to get you an American Rebel cigar from Cody Rhodes. From Cody Rhodes. Oh, and I didn't know Frankie Kazarian was <laughs> He's also a part of... The, yeah, it tastes like a... A burnt tire. I saw a recent picture of him, and he is bald as all shit. <laughs> yeah, that's Father Time. He's as bald as Bernie. That's bald. As, it's another man, you know, Bernie. He could have been president, but you know what? Bald as hell. He could have been a contender. He could have been a contender. He's just a pretender to the throne. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I, that's politics here. Politics, you, man. What do you want from me? You know, you know, you got shows like Struggle Session, but we are right up there with political uh, knowledge. You know, yeah. not knocking them, but like no. we have the same knowledge as them. We just don't brag about it. No one has been more upfront about the fact that we're aware of what's happening in Venezuela than us. We are experts at what's going on in Venezuela, and you know what? We're not afraid to say we don't like it, and we would like it to stop. Let's now. cut it out. Cut it out, a- guys. ASAP. Hey, 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 hey guys, that's, let's call a spade a spade here. We're, we're done. We're yeah, done it's here. not funny anymore. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it was never funny. It was not, not funny. No, I, no one's no. laughing because no, no, one, no one knows. I mean, no one but us really knows what's going no, on there. That's a great point. You know yeah. what? And, and while some might know, I don't say some people might know what's going on in Venezuela more. Some might know what's going on in Israel and, and Pakistan. Some people might know who the vice president is more than yeah. us. It doesn't yes. matter. <laughs> but but we know what's going on more in Temptation Island than yeah. in other places. So you could you might say, oh well, you know, you heard what happened in Palestine? No, I I, I didn't hear. I heard what what's happening yeah. on, on Temptation Island I'm, and Wonder Woman Island. I'm paying attention to what's happening in my own backyard. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So you know what? And U- right now on Temptation S-A. Island, there's, there's, there's a lot of fucking going S-A. on. And, and that's a lot more intriguing to me than, than Venezuela. Mm. I apologize to them. To them. Well, and I to would, like, people, I would like to say that to there's them. a lot of people running those for people. president right now that I'd like to see all be having a mass sex. <laughs> What's that? I, there's a lot of people that are currently running for president yeah. that I'd love to see have mass sex. You're talking about an orgy between the candidates. It's like group sex, but there's more than a group because I think there's about 90 people running. <laughs> there is, there is. It'd be, and you know what? I think it'd be pretty vile to to uh, to see that, you know, on a live stream. It'd it would be, be like party. 300 beautiful women and one old bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> one old bald man. Just <laughs> Jerking it off relentlessly. <laughs> Christ. Get a grip, Bernie. Get a grip. And not on your own dick. Oh, Lord. I remember when he took a photo next to his TV, and it was just like... Oh, yeah, he was like watching the like, election or something. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, dude, you know, Monday Night Raw's on or something, man. Like, turn that on, you know? Like, uh, put something good on, dude. Like, come on. You know what? If Bernie Sanders wants to win this election, he's going to appear on Pillow Talk. That's you know that's not a threat that's a promise but it's also a threat so it is don't appear, a little bit of a threat Bernie. but not in a violent way in case he no. has Secret Service guys that's, that's, that's a very good point <laughs> yeah and if Secret Service would arrest us you know that doesn't say much for them because they would be arresting two bird brains so like it's very poor judgment on their behalf Bernie even yeah. even a, a worse reflection on you Bernie so. you've already proven yourself to be incapable of being president by the fact that you want your secret service to arrest us and the fact that you can't grow your own hair yeah why are we so anti-bernie today i like i don't know enemy of the show bernie sanders (laughs) next question oh no oh no rye 2k who rye 2k ask wine or dine howard answer it just i know i know just say it i know what he's just gonna say yeah, but it's an amateur move to, to do a sixty-nine. But you add a little bit to it, and you get a seventy. What's the adding to it? Tongue oh, up the butt. Just a little <laughs> extra. Just a little extra. Yeah, that's right. I've taken it to seventy. <laughs> You've taken it to seventy. I saw a shirt, and I've said it in, in previous episodes, and I will say it to the end of time. In Key West, I saw a man with a shirt that said sixty-eight in in a large bold font. And underneath the 68, it says, you owe me one. Whoa. I th- thought it would be cool if it said, care to make it 
69. <laughs> no. He's like, you owe me. I mean, it implies 69 later. Yeah, I know, but I just, it would be like a constant, like, message to everyone out there. <laughs> no, it makes you do the math, Howard. It makes yeah, you do the math. it's too complicated. Too complicated for you. Like, what? I gotta, I got, do I gotta be an egghead to fuck this Key West <laughs> creep. <laughs> My God, we have should not have drank so much scotch before this episode. No, right? we're, but we're having a good old time. We're having a good old time. And you know what? I bet the fans will too. The people who make us. We the owe it to all of our fans. We have so many, and and they're all so great. They're so and smart, just, and they keep us humble. <laughs> so Bert asks, mm. right "What are the do's and don'ts of a singles night?" At Miami Velvet. Now, Miami Velvet, for those that don't know, is a swingers bar. So I don't know that they have swingers nights, but they have nights. Well, any night. Uh, they have nights that are more can... swinging than others, I guess. Right. So, I, I mean, and can this establishment, it's a swingers bar, can a single go there and pound off just watching Howard? I'm not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but well, what have you done? I, I, To be honest with you, I've never been there as a single, so I can't tell oh, you. But I, I have gone with uh, the general and my friend uh, Bongwater Chungus. And, uh, we Bongwater all, Chungus. We all uh, split up and jerked off to our heart's content, so I guess that's possible. Bert, I mean, you're asking us for permission to jerk off at a swingers club. I don't I grant Rose, it. I, I saw Rose, Rose McGowan in a Law, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, mm. and she was hitting on Stabler, and she was a swinger. Who wouldn't? Well, yeah, who wouldn't? Uh, Christopher Maloney, that, that guy is just, like, built like just... Oof, I finally got. saw my first episodes of SVU, and I have an opinion on every detective. Let's <laughs> hear your opinion. Run Number one, Munch, the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Very Uncle Howard-esque in a lot of ways, I feel. Yeah. yeah, he is very Uncle Howard. Munch is definitely very Uncle Howard. Number two, Detective Olivia Benson. Ooh. She's the one who tomato. makes me say blue lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only blue life that matters. That's do, like it. Do uh, regular bum cops hate SVU? Because on SVU, they're always like, hey, go make the uniforms crawl through the dumpster or whatever. And then My, fa my favorite they, line of uh, the cops from uh, who were like pissed at SVU was like, hey, who called the panty police? <laughs> I was just like, damn, dude. That was like the second episode of season one. I, like, I think I said that was where they were talking to Vice or whatever. And Vice right. thought. And it was like, they were like, we have a dead woman here. And they were just like, oh, yeah, another dead hooker or whatever. They were just garbage, man. <laughs> the beginnings of SVU are pretty intense. It's just like. S SVU sometimes gets a little heavier than I necessarily want a stupid yeah, show to be. It it really does. It makes you face some shit, man. I'm not I've, like I felt too genuinely deep. bad before watching it. Yeah, yeah, me as well. Me as well. I have to like cut down. Like, you know what, SVU? You've been going on for 20 years. I've watched a lot of you, but it's like, oof. You know what? I'm starting to feel like this is an ugly, ugly world. Like, I can't. I would go through like Netflix descriptions. I'm like, wait a second. This show sounds so depressing. You can only watch it on USA Network. Do you think that Olivia Benson has a terrible dark side to recover Ooh. from all of this heinous shit she's seen where she's going to Bert's fucking pervert swingers <laughs> bar? Is Olivia Benson going to Bert's fucking pervert singles bar? Jesus Christ. She was appalled when, when Finn was like, she was appalled when Finn was like, yeah, sometimes I watch adult entertainment when I go home. She's like, you hear about all these crimes and you go home and jerk off? And he's like, hey, there's uh, there's female producers in porn. And she's like, yeah, it's just like there's female pimps. And he was like really pissed about it. And uh, I love when they have those kind of like both sides arguments on I the show. I hate it. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. It's, it's like, so hey, we need to let these people across the border because like they're trying to get out of bad places. And then the other guy's like, hey, but you know, we got to know everyone who's in our country in case it's right. crazy. And you're like, hey, both you guys are making pretty good boys. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's I hate that so much. It's so like it's so fake. Not fake, but like I mean, obviously. You always uh, start off thinking it's controversial, but then they end in the most just bland. We're both right ways. Yeah, yeah. They meet in the middle, folks. They meet in the middle. Just like Jack Allison. Just like Jack Allison needs to start doing. <laughs> so your son, uh, Shiprol. <sighs> I love my boy. love my son. He's asking, is it bad manners to leave the toilet seat up in a men's room? See, again, this is a very classy episode. Now, We're talking about classy shows like Special Victims Unit. And but this is a question about manners, so it's a classy a, question. It's a classy question, so props I'm, to him. Hey, good job, son. I know that that is why you are my son, because you got brains in your damn head. <laughs> um, it is never appropriate to have a toilet seat in a men's restroom, period. Period. What? If you're in a public restroom and they've foolishly still left the toilet seat on, you're going to have to use your man powers to rip it out. Rip it out. Rip it out. <laughs> and what do you have to take a dump? Dude? And I then you wear that toilet seat around your neck and you look yeah. like the life of the party. Look, like wearing a lampshade. Yeah. You know? like wearing a lampshade. I agree completely. I don't need to give my take on that. Next question from the joke man, enemy of the show. Nah. <laughs> he says, where in South Florida can a classy guy such as myself, that's a lie, live the frozen marg life? He's asked me this a lot. And, and he, he wants to be in this frozen marg life, this margarita life. You know, if he wants to be a parrot head, margarita's right on Jackson Street in, in Hollywood, in Ho by Hollywood Beach. Hollywood Howard. Hollywood Howard, Hollywood Beach. Hollywood Howard, Florida. Hollywood Howard, Florida. That's where we reside today. <laughs> and so, joke man, if you would like the, to live the frozen Marg life, you need to start being committed because I don't think I've ever even seen you drink a Marg before. You need to start being committed, and you need to start drinking Margs and evaluating yourself and evaluating where the best Margs are. And maybe they're at Dave & Buster's. You'd be surprised. Uh, maybe they're at Chili's. Or maybe, hello, Margaritaville. Maybe stay a night in Margaritaville. How about this, joke man? Pay your dues, then ask us. Bye. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Anyways, let's move on. <clears throat> let's move org. on. We knocked, these, we knocked these questions out of the park. We're a classy show. We're As a classy podcast. And let's go into the classier things in life. Yes. And What's classier than cinema? We both love movies, and I've been thinking. I was talking to the Bugman about this, and, and, and he agreed. More movies need to make presents. You know, American Pie presents The Naked Mile. American Pie presents Beta House. Yeah. You know? There's so many movies Fast that Fast and the Furious presents. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and the Furious presents. Calvin and Shaw. Is that a That's name. a tribute. Is that a DJ? Yeah. Is that a DJ? Mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes, he dated uh, Taylor Swift for a while. Oh, okay. Was he one of the stuffed animals? Yeah. He was, was He, he was in the, the We Are Never Getting Back Together video. He's the he, raccoon? He was the really annoying asshole who was smiling <laughs> the whole time. That guy, need, somebody needs to kept capture and compromise I, the raccoon. to a permanent end to a permanent end i swear to god if any of you out there can tell me who that guy is i will do everything to bully him as badly as i can without getting myself in legal trouble that's right it'd be it'd be harmless bullying it'd be maybe it would a be cherry red spanking once in a while i might fappen him but that you might fap i'm going to fappen the raccoon from the weird Fappin' <laughs> the raccoon from the Taylor Swift We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together music video. Somebody needs to do it. Why is he why is he so happy in it? He's he's putting on airs and it makes me sick. And he, and he colored his nose black. That's like Enemy halfway of, to black Yeah, yeah he, that's a regular Ralph Northam right there. It's, is that the political guy? Yeah, he's a pol <laughs> I only know because I think Shiprol asked us about him last week, and I remember everything my, to get in trouble. my little baby son says. <laughs> Your baby boy, my boy. He needs so, to nurse on me. So I've been coming up with some posters on uh, Future Presents movies. They're not all hits, but I thought Horrible Bosses presents the interns and Kevin Spacey can be the Eugene Levy to this franchise and he could be the one always doing the cameos because <laughs> this would be a straight to DVD type situation whenever you have a presents 
Or you can have Weekend at Bernie's presents the afterlife where you meet other Bernie-type figures who come alive when Calypso music comes on. What if they did a movie where Bernie was in heaven and he's looking down just SMHing at these fools? (laughs) So Bernie Lomax, the uh, business tyrant. Bernie Sanders. No, Bernie Lomax is the character. He's looking down on himself at his lifeless corpse, (laughs) wondering who's bathing him. Wouldn't the smell give him away at this point? Was he preserved in some sort of uh, formaldehyde? No, it was just some gross thing, and he even had like a relationship, I think, in the sequel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. He did. Well, I mean, a lot of people could do worse than dating a uh, dead person. Yeah, true enough. They True could enough. be dating me. That's a huge step down from That's dead. That's a huge step down, yeah. I think dating Bernie Lomax is definitely, at least he's rich. At least yeah. on paper, he is rich. And he's got more hair than Bernie Sanders. <laughs> True. So you're still doing, yeah. So you, dating Bernie Lomax, who's deceased from Weekend at Bernie's, is still a step up from Bernie Sanders, who is bald. Yeah. This is very, we're, we're very anti-male pa- pattern baldness in this show, aren't we? Yeah, if anyone out there is bald, uh, it's just for fun. And if none of you out there are bald, then know that we mean every word we say. We mean every word we say. Come on now. Yeah, we're we not mean every... Yeah. So, again, this is a classy episode. And, you know, I just want to say, I was having lunch today. I was having, I already had my scotch drink before school. So, you know. You know, people know I teach, and I bounce around different schools. And, and this girl who I had the hots for, not a girl, you know, another teacher at the school, you know, hot tamale. Yeah. We are having lunch. tomato. This, yeah, we are having lunch in the same little Mexican uh, Tex-Mex place, Taco Rico. We both have our backs to each other. And I just felt the sexual tension there. And she was having lunch with her boyfriend. And I felt, what would Don Draper do, Howard? Well, that's a good question. I mean, Don Draper is not a man who is known to, uh, you know, respect boundaries, I think. No, he doesn't take a back seat. I took a back no, seat. I he doesn't like, take I'm... no for an answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe he should take no for an answer. That's... I don't know. I haven't seen the show, so if I say something <laughs> accidentally very bad, I apologize. No, 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 no. He's not, he's not Don Drapist. He's Don Draper. <laughs> well, okay, I guess either or is pretty bad. But he's not, he's not, he's not, he doesn't do sexual assault. He's not criminally bad. No, no, no. He's not a bad apple. Okay. He, yeah, he's not a bad apple. I don't, I don't remember. Friend him, of the show, Don friend, Draper. Friend of the show, Don Draper. And your style icon. Yeah, you know, I just felt like, man, this is the most awkward lunch. I can't even say hi to this person. Not that I really wanted to. I didn't want to have, like, what? lunch with them barely know each other let's do lunch let's do lunch you know it, it seemed it's i felt like dreadful. i was being yeah i felt like i was being imposed on a little bit i felt like they could have had lunch elsewhere i just want to get that off my chest i know yeah. it's not relevant necessarily but i thought don draper would have snapped her bra or something huh yeah he would have dipped her pigtails in the inkwell <laughs> in the inkwell <laughs> You know, these 50s guys are are tough to keep up with, but I intend on bringing this back. Say that, pal. (laughs) That's not how Don Draper's... Says he on the newspaper that Jerry's are going to be invading Poland. (laughs) No, 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 no. I do not want to go down that potentially racist realm. No, the Jerry's is Germans. You can't be racist against them. I was there. You were there. I do recall every bit of that. I do recall that. Is there any other uh, I franchise? was the person who came up with the idea for Pearl Harbor. You were the one. Yeah, I told uh, Emperor Tojo, it would be funny as fuck if you just crashed your planes in all these American boats. <laughs> oh, no. And I was right. <laughs> it was a good prank. Hell of Perhaps a prank. Hell of a prank. <laughs> hey, guys. See, you know, it's like, hey, guys, cut it out now. Cut it out. You know, joke's over. Hey, Pearl Harbor. Emperor joke's Hirohito, over. a word in your ear. <laughs> joke's over, guys. All right. All it's right. not funny anymore. <laughs> oh, we all get it. There was a Pearl Harbor thing in Mad Men where, like, uh, Roger Sterling didn't want to do business. Like, he's like, I didn't forget Pearl Harbor. And I was like, huh, if I knew about history, I would understand why he's so mad. But yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, well... There's no way to ever really know what happened because you weren't there. 
But you were. I was there, and I can tell you that it was one of the funniest things that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Harbor went on a while ago, man. We can yeah, we, we're over it. We're over People it, make 9-11 jokes. If I can't make a Pearl Harbor joke, then ram it up your own ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I concur with that. So is there any other franchises you would like to see sort of presents? You mentioned one earlier. Oh, you? I did. I would love to see, uh, you know, the uh, the precious cinematic universe was uh, abandoned. <laughs> Far abandoned it was it was abandoned as early as uh, the uh, the Mummy movies franchise was the <laughs> Universal Monster franchise. <laughs> and it's a shame because I I was a, both a fan of the Tom Cruise Mummy and I was a huge fan of the Good Boy Bay Precious. Uh, the remake that they've done with um, Ariana Grande, I don't like so well. What remake of Precious have they done with Ariana Grande? Oh, it's coming out soon. Google. It's called Thank You Next. It's called Thank You, Baby. Thank um, you. Um, anyway, but Precious presented, and a lot of people didn't see this one. Precious presents Baby's Day Out. Oh. Now, now this was a. It was a. It was like a parallel film to Precious where we see what happens with the little baby. Wow. And it's very funny. <laughs> no. Does, very... The baby, does the baby join Precious in the seventh grade? Yeah, it, it, it's one of the smartest babies ever. It's a baby genius. It's and a boss baby. It's a boss baby. And uh, even more funny is it is voiced by America's funny man, Alec Baldwin. Oh, no. Listen here, Precious. <laughs> you fat little pig. <laughs> now I'm quoting Alec Baldwin. I'm not calling Gabrae Sinebue that. No. I'm quoting that. You fat little pig. God, why you could that about his own daughter. Did, did you see that he said he was worried his, he was in physical danger because Trump like tweeted a mean thing about him? Right, right. And they were like... <laughs> What was, they were like, what? He, was like he was like, yeah, he was like, this might be a threat on my family's safety. Alec Baldwin, you are the biggest pussy in fucking Hollywood. <laughs> you talk all that shit and you're scared as fuck once you get one word back at you. Like, <laughs> I don't like Trump even a little bit, but to me, you are a coward. He's like, what? They're worried they're gonna attack us. Yeah, what? 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 That he, that he called. <laughs> I mean, that Tr was... Trump's gonna order drone strikes on Manhattan. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> Alec Baldwin. That that's kind of a coward move. And you know what? He should talk to guy for wearing Crocs once. Yeah, that was a bitch move by Alec Baldwin. I don't feel like Alec Baldwin is known for being nice to anybody. So no. why should I feel bad for him ever? No, he's just kind of a jerk. He's like, he's like when he was talking about like. Uh, the whole Wall Street protest, like like the yeah occupy thing. yeah yeah occupy Wall Street, and like people would give him shit, and he's just like like I'm no different than you. And it's like my salary is just incredibly higher than yours. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> it, it's a thing I've noticed a lot of like New York celebs do is they're just like, hey, I'm a working class kid. <laughs> like, okay, you were until you were like you know 24, and now you're a jillionaire. So. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of another go fuck yourself yeah. type of situation. Because I can but... tell you, as soon as I become a jillionaire, I'm gonna forget where I came from too. <laughs> The moment this podcast starts making money, uh, people are in trouble. Uh, know? we're deleting our Twitters. <laughs> yeah. Or we're getting interns to deal with all you assholes for us. Yo, man, if we ever encounter the smallest bit of success, our Twitters I gotta go. Yep. Quickly. <clears throat> quickly, quick. Justin Long will never be my friend if he sees how many times I've posted photos of his happening. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it gets the word out that he's got a dick, so he's got to respect that. Dick. He's yeah, got a good dick. Man, good, God bless your dick, Justin hey, Long. Hey, Justin Long, man, don't be upset with me. Like, if you like, at least hear my side of the story before you decide to be upset. And my side of the story was not a lot of people had seen your dick, dude, so like, I wanted to make sure people had seen it. That's Just, my side. Justin Long, I didn't even know who you were until your dick got out in the world. That's true. Yeah. Well, no, you, you saw Accepted with Jonah Hill and Justin Long, didn't you? No. No, like Louis, Louis, Louis Black is in there and he gets to be the dean. I will it's, never see a movie with Jonah Hill. <laughs> never. This is on the when Jonah Hill was on the verge of being a, a happy Madison guy. He owes me $750. Jonah Hill for what? Uh... I 
won a bet against him where I bet that he could never lose weight and look creepy. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Phoenix Suns jersey. Yeah. Thin as hell, looking weird. Got Somebody those call- fake dreads on your Netflix show. <laughs> Somebody said he looked like a, a, a full-body photo of a Muppet, like when you see Kermit's legs. Oh, yeah, and he's legs. just like... Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, I'm not used to seeing the Muppets like from like head-to-toe kind of situation. Yeah, here. he's a real Shea St. John motherfucker. He's a what? Oh, Shea St. John, you don't know who that is. That was a comment just for our good friend Skeleton Blood. Hey! Yeah. Uh, Blair's I, a good, I love Blair. We got Blair... Blair's in the air. That's my new catchphrase for her. Hey, Blair's in the air. so you've been trying to be a classier gentleman, and it just That's so true. happens that I have a uh, cousin of mine who is a very classy gentleman who hails from the classiest land of all, England. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh and no. I thought maybe since you're, uh, you know, working on this new situation, you could ask my good friend British Uncle Howard how to be oh. classier. Hi, British Uncle Howard. Well, hello, Tip Top and all that to you, what? Uh, British Uncle Howard, I was wondering, how can I be classier to get the uh, attention of uh, hot tamales, you know, babes, mm. you, know, uh, you know, birds, as you call them in your country? Proper fit birds, is that what you're talking about? Yes, I suppose. Fit birds, as oh, you would say. Oh, proper fit bird. And could there be a bird more fit than the Queen Mum? Well, indeed, she's a woman that I romanced back in 1934, I did. And it was because I brought her a pocket of posies, and I gave her the plague. That sounds sounds uh, like a lot. I, I, I don't... How does that translate to me? What can I do for the modern woman, British Uncle Howard? Well, that's an interesting question, because, of course, in 2019, posies have gone extinct, as have peonies and roses. Nearly every flower no longer exists. So what you must give her now today is social media interaction. You must increase her curating by making her an influencer. Have I ever suggested buying Twitter followers for a lady. That sounds very romantic. Almost better than a bouquet is just getting her a thousand followers. A thousand followers that are guaranteed to retweet and like. That's true. And they're all they're all from Russia or Pakistan or whatever. I mean, that's mm. where the money is. Russian Pakistan is one of the most exotic lands. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. British. All right, British Uncle Howard. So what should I... Should I continue drinking the scotch kind of thing and doing this Don Draper lifestyle? Oh, no, 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 dear boy, dear boy. Scotch is simply one of the most inelegant and caveman-like beverages. Don't you know that the ruddy, bloody Scots tried to leave this blessed kingdom just a year or two ago? What I recommend you drink is gin, dear boy, gin. Straight, straight from the bottle into your blood. How about a Mike's Heart Lemonade? That used to be my regular drink before I went uh, Don Draper. Well, absolutely, a Mike's Heart Lemonade can be appropriate. For example, if you're eating it with a uh, spotted ham or perhaps a uh, spored rabbit carcass. How about a Boston Market TV dinner? That's normally what I have. No, if there's anywhere that the Brits hate more than Boston, I can't think of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? I need to bring up a sore subject to the uh, British uh, Uncle Howard. They threw all of our bloody tea into the ocean, don't you know? Maybe it was an accident. Did you ever think of that? I. Mm. Did anybody think the Boston Tea Party may have been just a, a bit of an accident where a bunch of tea fell? Too, too right, chap. Stiff up a lip and all that. Uh, Boston, no hard feelings. I, please drown me in your sea. I have some advice for Franklin as well. Oh, Dr. Evil, is that you, sir? It's me, Dr. Evil. Nice to meet you, British Uncle Howard. Well, I must say, I'm positively enchanted as well. Have you seen my lair? Your lair? Has, it's flowing with nothing but liquid hot magma. I say, this is scalding hot. It's hotter than I even like my Earl Grey. It's liquid hot magma, you bonehead. Get a clue, you filthy dumb brick. Oh no, I'm 
burning to death. Oh, British <laughs> Uncle Howard is dead. <laughs> he's burning alive. He's, he's extra crispy, Howard. Regular Howard. Your friend's extra crispy. I can't guys. believe you killed that character whose voice was hard to do and very inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these guys, I, I'm glad they've kind of trailed off here, yeah. Howard, because they have, they're a couple roughnecks. I gotta say, it's good that uh, all of those random people who live in our house appear less and less. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I'm looking through our notes here for the show. For some reason, we have <laughs> Christina Hendricks and <laughs> her notes. <laughs> That's so weird. We have our notes. We finished our questions. I mean, not let's let fans into our stuff, our, our preparation too much. Uh, I, I do apologize for drinking all that scotch, but uh, and that's a shoot. But you have Christina Hendricks written down here. What and I valuable? Didn't, I didn't even write Christina. I wrote X Tina. <laughs> you wrote because I was in Hendrick. such a hurry to get it down. <laughs> you were typing it with one hand, baby. I sure was, and that hand wasn't either of mine. It was Bernie's. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Lomax, friend of the Bernie show. Bernie Lomax, running for president. <laughs> so, so why was she written down? Is that the only Mad Men character you knew? I, I think that we were gonna say something funny about her being in Mad Men but uh, I don't I don't know anymore yeah, I think okay. maybe we were just talking about her and okay okay yeah I mean that was my introduction to Mad Men as well as just like oh here are these gifs of this animated woman. gifs yeah I call them gifs but regardless listeners uh, list, write us and let us know I hate that argument so much I hate it so much. Yeah, let us know, and we'll make sure that we somehow figure out a way to forbid you from ever listening to us again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Uncle Howard. You know, we cannot do this show with me drinking. You know, I hereby denounce the Don Draper lifestyle. Oh, I can't do it. I, I can't, can't do it. I can't believe you're giving it up. It was working so well for you. How many dates had you gotten? <laughs> no dates. I... I, uh, How many dates have you gotten in the previous month as Franklin? <laughs> Ouch. This is, not, this is very embarrassing for me to reveal. It's a set of zero. I have Tinder so, matches. So, uh, Don Franklin Draper is at least three times better no. than regular. But still, my, my IBS is just is, can't handle the scotch. It's true. It is. It does go right through you. It does. But that, that's why it's one of the most perfect diet foods. That is true. The if you're trying diet. to lose some weight, put the scotch away like you're a damn garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Howard, it has been a pleasure. Tonight. And a privilege. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> has taken its toll. I can't do this anymore. I retire from the Don Draper lifestyle. I will not drink scotch. I will not snap women's bras. I won't feel the fabric on their clothing. Uh, I'm just going to be me, and, and hopefully uh, that's enough. I don't think it is, but maybe me with a few lies, I, I suppose. Maybe me with a Miata would help. A Miata. Well, the difference is there's never going to be a you Otta. You, Except man. you oughta go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourselves, people. <laughs> <laughs>